0: Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorm's coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to Small Business Mornings, the show that's on the air every single day for small business owners by small business owners, because today there's something you got to go do and you just don't feel like it yet. So let's kill some time together. Let's uh, drink some coffee, shall we? and let's build up the momentum that we need to go take on the world and make our small business dreams come true. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I'm the host of Small Business Mornings, and this is a test of the can we figure this out system. This is only a test. Got a lot of stuff on the show today, but there's a theme. We have a theme today. Fun for the sake of fun. Today's show is fun for the sake of fun. We're gonna talk a little bit of business, but I got some fun stuff to talk about today. And for the first time ever on our show, we have uh, a magic number. Yes, we have a magic number. One is the magic number today. Did you know that? One is the magic number. So uh, I'll explain what that is all about here in just a minute. And oh, good times. My computer's playing with us again. So we're going to have to beat some computers on the air, which is always fun. So I don't know why this isn't working, but it's not working the way that it should. That's always fun. Okay, so let's see what we've got on the air today. On the air today, we've got our news, which, of course, self-employment, is it trending down? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder. We have the meme of the day for you, especially if you have a team. So if you've got a contractor or an employee, and we've got big news about the Savannah Bananas ticket fundraiser, big, 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 big news that we'll share. But if you're with us this morning, I'm encouraging you to drop into the comments and to tell us that you're here. That way we can include you in the conversation. And now my little cursor, again, is not working the way that it should. Oh, this is great. Awesome. We're fighting with the machine again. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So my computer sucks. Okay. So tell us howdy in the chat and we'd love to include you in the conversation. Okay. So here's the news. Should we get into the news? Now I promised that today's show was fun for the sake of fun, but we do have some news that we have to discuss, but we're going to do it in a very quick way. Shall we do that? So here's the news. Former president Trump was indicted. On, and this is a quote from the Washington post criminal schemes in his effort to overturn the 2020 election results. So I'm a follower of the news because I got to know what's going on so I can share it with you. And I thought, huh, uh, what does that mean? Do you ever like ask yourself that question? Like you see something in the news and it's like, yeah, that thing. So what, so what, what does that mean? So I decided to look around the web. I'm like, okay, let's find out what this means. And here's the summary. The Democrats are saying, hey, uh, felonies, felonies. You see these? Felonies. You see those? And the Republicans are saying, well, this is just proof that you're scared of Trump, right? It's just proof that it's all rigged. And there's a belief that it's going to galvanize supporters, and he's becoming stronger as they wave more felonies at him. Here's my political analysis. I have no freaking idea. I'm not going to comment on it. I just wanted to let you know that it happened. There. Political news over. How about we talk about self employment? Shall we? That's something that I know a little bit about. And we've got a new tool here. We can actually say and show the people that are in the conversation today. And this is what wasn't working that I was trying to get to work. So drop a comment in the comments and you'll see it pop up here. So Thunder, great to see you, pal. Gecko, always nice when you're back in the house. Data magician doing his magic today. Love to see you. So you can be a part of the conversation and everyone can see your comments. I may regret this later, but put it in the comments and you'll see them pop up and we can kind of have a dialogue as the show goes on. Okay. Self-employment. I had a conversation yesterday with somebody. And they said, you know, I read someplace that self-employment is trending down, that it was really high at the pandemic, and then it's now slowly drifted down. And their premise, their theory was, well, that might be because people are figuring out how hard it is to run a small business. And those of you that are on the small business journey with me, you kind of know how hard it is to run a small business, right? It is not a picnic sometimes. So I started to look into it. Good morning, Susie. So I started to look into it, and I couldn't find the numbers that they were referencing. But I did find one number from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it said year over year that uh, there are 300,000 fewer self-employed non-farm laborers, basically folks like me that are too soft to work a real job. Three hundred thousand fewer than there were last year, and I thought, wow, that's a that's a lot. But then I looked at how many self-employed workers there are. So let's play a guessing game. How many do you think there are? Self-employed, non-farm, full-time equivalents, just like me or uh, like Susie, right? We run our own thing. Lynn Carazzi, uh Mitch, sure. How many? Nine million. Nine million. Wow. That's a lot. Nine million. And there are 300,000 fewer of them June over June. That was the last time they took the numbers. So I don't know if they were like accurate or not. Uh, And I was trying to find the numbers, but I couldn't find it. Okay. So 300,000 fewer people are working and Donald Trump got indicted political news. That's not fun for the sake of fun, Pat. Let's get to the fun part. Okay. We're going to get to the fun part. Let's do the fun part. Mega millions. We talked about this yesterday. The big old lottery drawing was over a billion dollars. Couple of winners, but no one hit the jackpot. Next drawing, Friday, they're estimating the jackpot to be 1.25 billion shenanigan dollars. That's a lot of money. That would pretty much ruin my life. If I won that much money, I would not be good to myself. That It just would be a like, like, that would be the end of me. Just buy... I'm so rich, it's dangerous. Can you imagine that kind of money? Like, you literally could do anything you want. It wouldn't be good. And that's why I'm not going to win. Otherwise, I'd win. But that's why, for my own self protection, I'm not going to win. So, if you dream of big money, no whammies, $1.25 billion is available on Friday. Okay, let's change this. If you're, uh, it's a little bit of perspective. Have you made any mistakes lately? Mistakes lately? I've made some mistakes. Have you made any mistakes lately? Yes. If you've screwed up lately, you may want to hear this story because you can relate with NASA. NASA just had a massive screw up. So in, I don't know, 1970 something, they shot the Voyager 2 uh, spacecraft into space hey, good luck, bro. Go that way forever. Like this way, go that way literally forever and beep back at us stuff that you find. And it's been a scientific marvel. They're still talking to the darn thing. It's out there so far. I'm so glad Susie's here for this. You know how far it is into space, how deep it's into space. It's. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Susie, you get to finish the joke. How deep into space in it? It's deeper than, there you go. It's 12.3 billion miles away. That's a lot of miles, 12.3 billion miles away. Anyway, uh, NASA accidentally sent the wrong command to Voyager 2. And it adjusted its antenna, like the way we talked to it, two degrees, two degrees, two degrees. Two degrees. And when you adjust an antenna two degrees and you're 12 billion miles away, like you can't talk to it anymore. Johnson, how's Voyager doing today? Uh, well, um, you see, uh, so you may screw up in your business, but, um, you're not going to lose a gazillion dollar spacecraft today. The good news is they heard a random beep from it yesterday. And in October, it's fully going to reset its little antenna, so we will get back online. So they will start talking to it again in October, but they won't be able to talk to it between now and October. And my favorite line in the story is that the program manager was quoted. This is a quote. When asked, hey, uh, you lost Voyager, what are you going to do about it? Uh, They said, well, in October, we're going to be able to talk to it again. And this is the quote. But that's a long time to wait, so we'll try sending up the command several times. (laughs) So they're going to be doing this for the next, you know, two months trying to find out um, if they could talk to Voyager. Oh, come on, Susie Moon. It's so deep. It's deeper than, come on, you know that. All right, let's do our meme of the day, because I will not be inappropriate like Susie Moon. That's part of her charm. But Susie, you can finish that. And if you're with us this morning, good morning! Welcome to Small Business Mornings. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. We're playing around with the new feature in the software where we can see what each other are saying. Uh, So if you want to say hello in the comments, I'd love to say hello to you, (laughs) and we'll include you on air. All right, here's our meme of the day. Shall we do the meme of the day? And this is especially good if you have team members. You've got employees. You've got you know contractors. You've got something. Uh, This is and uh, put your name with it if you're on Facebook because Facebook's got weird permissions. Um, so yes, good morning to you too. Okay. So here is our meme of the day. I'm not sure if you can see that because I got all this other stuff on the screen. Let me turn this off. There we go. What employees actually want on the left, it says team building activities, inspirational quotes, casual Fridays, and pizza parties. That's what the bosses think. But what employees actually want is on the right, a raise (laughs) and some pizza. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Is absolutely the truth. When I worked at corporate and worked at the radio station, my job was to be pizza party ordering guy for my last gig. So, oh, hi, Jen Anderson. Good to see you. Uh, and Stephanie Kern, welcome to the call. It was my job to order the food and order the pizza. And for a lot of that time, oh, good morning from the quick trip, Sarah Deacon. For a lot of that time, I was broke, like capital B broke. So I would order maybe an extra pizza. This, you know, I'm just saying just, you know, leftovers, oops, leftovers. But those of you that are in broadcasting and Mitch backed me up, there is a scientific phenomenon that happens inside a radio station. If you ever want to be friends with a radio person, take them sealed food to the radio station. Don't bring them homemade food because we always threw that in the trash because we always thought it was spiked with laxative or some other poison. But if you bring us like pizza from a place or you bring us like bags of treats, uh, the radio folks would eat it. It would be like, um, you've seen the nature channel with like all the piranhas. (sighs) That's kind of how it is, food at a radio station. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So that's our quote of the day. Uh, Yes, they want inspirational speeches. No, we don't want inspirational speeches. We want pizza and we want a raise. Should we do our question of the day? How about we do our question of the day? Because this one's fun. Our question of the day is, what is your go-to fair food? Maybe I'm hungry this morning. Talking about pizza, now we're talking about fair food. I think I'm hungry but think about going to the fair, go to the Wisconsin state fair. It opens tomorrow and it's just a symphony of goodness. What's your go-to fair food? Now you can be sweet or you can be savory or you can be both. And the condition for this conversation is we're going to transport to a magical land. Woo. Magical land of no calories, and unlimited money. Okay? So you're released to the fairgrounds like a six-year-old and you can get whatever the heck you want to stuff your face. Okay? And you're right, Gecko. How can you not say cheese curds? Corner of the cob, right on. But there's one other rule that we have to invoke here. I am invoking for the sake of this discussion and this thought exercise, I am invoking the Thanksgiving rule. Thanksgiving rule is in effect. And if you don't know the Thanksgiving rule, the Thanksgiving rule is you are forbidden for complaining about calories or carbs or whatever the hell on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, we get together and we eat so much we hate ourselves. That's what Thanksgiving is about. That's why we have Thanksgiving. Eat until you're sick, take a nap, and then eat some more. Don't be the person that comes to Thanksgiving and, oh, well, I'm looking at all these carbs and I got to work out. Shut it. Pass the gravy. Okay? Thanksgiving rule invoked. And the Thanksgiving rule is a close cousin to the airport rule. You know the airport rule, right? Where you can drink any time of the day. And is there a happier moment than having a beer before you go to Vegas in the airport? There is not. There is not. It's probably the happiest I'll ever be is having a beer waiting for my plane to go to Vegas. November, can't wait. So anyway, back to the State Fair. You've got uh, unlimited budget. Calories are not a thing. You can eat whatever you want at the State Fair. What do you eat? And this is the question of the day. One, because the State Fair starts tomorrow. Hooray, State Fair. But two, because they do a food competition every year, where they sample all the new stuff and you get a chance to, you know, create some crazy, outrageous food item. And then they judge who had the most delicious new food item. They call it the Sporkies, the Sporky Awards. And the winner this year is an extremely Wisconsin creation. If you haven't heard what won, they just judged it, I think, yesterday. The winner, and just tell me this doesn't sound like Wisconsin. It just does. The winner is the Beer Cheese Wisconsin Lava Cake. Good morning, Wendy. Beer Cheese Wisconsin Lava Cake. Now, what's in there? It's a Milwaukee pretzel roll stuffed with cheese soup, slathered in butter, covered with salt, honey, and then red pepper flakes. Don't you want to eat that till you die? Don't you want to eat that every meal? Doesn't that sound awesome? How could that be bad? Of course it won. It's a pretzel roll with cheese and salt and honey. and uh, Yes. Yes. Give that to me. So what is your go-to state fair food? Uh, And sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's savory. It's really up to you. On a good day, it's both. Gecko says, yeah, cheese curds. Hell yeah, Geck for sure. Cheese curds are always a great way to finish your uh, state fair experience. For me, uh, I'm a little bit twisted because for 10, 12 years, I had to spend every day at the Wisconsin State Fair because we were working the radio station booth. So I was there literally every day. I bet Mitch can relate with this too, being a radio dude. So- When you're on the grounds every day, all the time, you can't eat like that. As much as you'd like to eat like that every day, you just can't. You you just have to go get lunch. You're not getting state fair food. You're getting lunch. And I always loved the Millie's Italian sausages. And their stand was right across the street from WTMJ, where I had to stand for hours on end and give away stuff to people. The other thing, and Stephanie nailed it, uh, was corn on the cob. That there's a corn boil, the Lions Club or the Eagles Club or the Bear Club or whoever the hell that whoever they are, they know how to boil corn, Uh, so that's good. And then the deep fried Oreos happened, probably too much. So whatever it is, I hope you enjoy the Wisconsin State Fair. It looks like the weather is going to be great, and run around like a toddler with an unlimited budget and invoke the Thanksgiving rule. And I I know one of you, I know one of you, is going to drive up with your family park the car, put your arm over the armrest and tell to everyone else with you. Now, listen, I'm invoking the Thanksgiving rule. So go ahead and invoke the Thanksgiving rule. Calories are not a thing. Let's talk about the next big thing. And this is where one is the magic number. One is the magic number. Normally it's three is the magic number. Today, one is the magic number. And this is so exciting. I cannot stand it. A week ago on this show, We said, hey, everyone, we're going to do a fundraiser. We we're going to do a party with the Savannah Bananas and we're going to hang out with the Savannah Bananas. We're all going to go see their baseball game and all this money. We're going to raise the proceeds for Islands of Brilliance in Milwaukee. Great charity. We got 120 tickets. Let's go. And I thought, all right, that'll take five or six weeks. That's why we're putting them on sale. What was in July for the game in September. Welp, one is the magic number, because we put the tickets out to Idea Collective members. We put the tickets out to Bank 5-9 customers, who is the presenting sponsor. Thank you, Bank 5-9. I love you. Love you. And we put it out to Islands of Brilliance uh, donors saying, hey, everyone, this is the fam. We're all getting together to raise money for Islands of Brilliance. Get your tickets. Through Monday, we had sold 70 of the 120. Yesterday, I got around to putting it up on Facebook and putting it up on LinkedIn, and we sent a few messages, and then last night, wildfire broke out. Wow. Wildfire broke out. We went from 70 sold to this morning, the reason why one is the magic number, we've sold 119 of the 120 tickets. 119 of 120 Have been sold. That is why one is the magic number. So I wonder who that last person's going to be to get that very last ticket for the Savannah Bananas fundraiser. And Susie, I love her, while she's sitting there making inappropriate jokes, she's also watching our software like a hawk. She's been watching it, refreshing it all night, trying to figure out who this 120th person's going to be. We have one ticket remaining. Party with the team, go see the game on September the 9th. It's going to be incredible. But we're not done raising money for the Savannah Bananas. So when we sell that last ticket, and you know who you are, the person that's going to buy the last ticket, we are also going to do a fundraiser called the Idea Slamathon. So we're going to go on this show just like this and start at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, August 30th. Wednesday, August 30th, and we're going to start doing an idea slam where we're brainstorming for someone. So we'd have someone come on the show. We'd say, oh, Lynn Karazi, how can we help you today? And Lynn would say, yeah, I'm looking for an idea for the thing. We'd start brainstorming for them, and Lynn would have 15 minutes. He'd make a donation to the Islands of Brilliance. We'd brainstorm for Lynn for 15 minutes, and then we'd have Gek go, then we'd have Wendy go, then we'd have Susie go. And every person that we bring up on stage is making a a donation to Islands of Brilliance. The idea slam-a-thon part of it is we're going to keep doing it until one, I die, or two, the donations stop. I guess technically, even if I died, we could still keep on taking money. You'd just have to do the brainstorming. Now, I've seen this before because in my previous life, like I mentioned, we've done some marathons. I've slept on the roof of grocery stores for days on end. True story. I walked from Milwaukee to Green Bay. Walked. True story. So you can do some really stupid stuff when you're doing marathons, but this will be a tremendous amount of fun. So we are working on how you will reserve your time and how we will raise money. And we've had some extremely generous people say, I don't need an idea, but I'd love to donate. We'll do a little QR code like this one. Uh, That way you can make a free will donation if you want to. If you can't make the fundraiser or you don't want an idea slam, we'll work on that as well. So we've got one ticket left. Susie Moon is monitoring the situation. She watched it all night. And uh, thank you for all of your support. And we cannot wait to hang out with the bananas and have a good time. Lynn shared, we were talking about the fair food that we took a 14-year-old Japanese exchange student and let them buy all sorts of things at the fair, loved everything except the chocolate-covered bacon. Welp, that's unfortunate because chocolate-covered bacon is, it's chocolate-covered bacon, right? But I'm glad they enjoyed it, Lynn, and thank you for the comment. And uh, yes, Wendy, very cool. Can you imagine the idea slam? And by the way, Wendy Babcock, I expect you to be there. I'm not like shaming you into donating, meaning I need your help. I need all the brains in the idea collective if we're going to actually make this a thing. Because if I have to work at 100% processing power for two hours, three hours, or more, it's not going to be a good look. Okay, so this was fun. I like having the comments on the screen because that way we can kind of have a conversation while we're doing the show together. Uh, One more reminder, if you don't see the screen because you uh, would rather have a podcast, that's cool too. When the show is over... I download it and I throw it onto our podcast feed so that way if you're driving someplace or you're out for a walk or you're doing dishes or whatever it is that you're doing, you can still check in with the small business community and that way you can um, be a part of what we're doing. So snap that QR code uh, and that way you can get the podcast with uh, your daily coffee, blink, or walking the dog or whatever it is that you do. Small Business Mornings can be there with you. All right, so this was fun, right? Even though we talked about our president, uh, former president, getting felonies, and we talked about fewer small business owners doing the thing, we did talk about how we're going to crush it for the islands of brilliance. We've only got one ticket left. We talked about the idea slam. We talked about food. I'm turning this off. I'm going to eat. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, this is a daily show. So if you want this show to keep on going, let somebody know that you're listening. Share it with someone because we'll be right back here, 9 a.m., pretending that we know what we're doing and having a good time. I'm Pat Miller, The Idea Coach. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.